everyone. Hi. Oh, hi, David. Hi. <laughs> um, we just got out of the theater and we saw Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Yep. And that uh, checks out. Yes. That's the movie we just saw. And we saw it with a couple of friends. That was nice. Uh, that was really nice. Um, so, yeah, first thoughts. I liked it. I you liked, liked it. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I, I feel like I keep on comparing it to Wes Anderson's other movies, as you have to, specifically Fantastic Mr. Fox, yep. because of the stop motion. I thought it was technical, um, like really cool how it was done. Um, and yeah, it was, it actually was more political than I thought it was going to be. Um, just basing off the trailers, I thought it was going to be a really like heartfelt movie about a boy, um, a boy looking for his, his dog. You know, I'm a sucker for those kinds of movies and stories who isn't. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it was, I think it was good. What did you think, David? I came out of that movie, I, I, wanting to like it more than I did. Um, I have, of course, the utmost respect for the technical side of any stop motion movie like this. And especially with this, my, 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 like my takeaway, the entire movie was, I was just grateful despite the fact that I wasn't necessarily crazy about the content of the movie. Yeah. I was over the moon about how this movie justifies the wide format of a movie screen. Like, a lot of movies are still framed, I feel like, to be able to be in a 4-3 aspect ratio. Yeah. In this specific movie, it was super nice to see something that uses every corner of that screen. And they no, you can't crop this movie. You're cutting out characters. You're, you're cutting, cutting out, out things. something. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I know this doesn't matter to a lot of people. It matters to me. And it was just nice to see all that space used. And so, aside from the technical side of things, yeah, I, as far as the, the story side of it, just fantastic mr fox i came out of that movie much more affected yeah than I, when i came out of this um, yeah so I, that's it that's my takeaway yeah quick takeaway that's, yeah. that's basically like how we're feeling right now you know yeah. when when you leave a, a wes anderson movie it's normally like oh my gosh i mean my my experience has been like oh gosh like i love the characters love the mood the it looked amazing um the music's good yep. um i really liked did this deliver like, on the this, music for you and all that good stuff? Uh, not really. Okay. Not really. Um, had a couple of montaging moments. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about kind of the format of the movie. Because I think that was the... Oh, like the narrative structure? Yeah, okay. the narrative structure. I think that's something that um, you, you kind of have to talk about when you're talking about a West Anderson sure. movie. <laughs> so, um, it starts off with a, like a, a story of, about um, cats and dogs. Yep. Um, the origin, if you will. Like, of, yeah. <laughs> kind like, of. Kind of. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of an origin slash uh, folk tale. Sure. Um, of folks who were... <laughs> a folk tale of folks who were into dogs at one point and then, like, cats. So it was like a faction mm-hmm. in Japan. Like a dynasty. Like, yeah, a yeah. dynasty. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's better. Like, a dynasty in, in ancient Japan. Yeah. Um. So for me that caught me off guard because I was like okay now I have to pay attention to like the history yeah, like, of this, cat dogs. Is this I was based like, okay. on real things yeah, yeah right so I was a little caught off I was like okay so we're actually talking about a feud between cat and dogs yeah. cool um, so that happens right off the bat and then 
uh, you go into this big um, political figure, the mayor of a town, and yep. and um, I don't don't yeah. know the name, mm-hmm. I can't remember. We didn't take notes, uh, but it's the the big guy. And you watch the trailer; he's, he's kind of square, yeah, shaped. He's he's the antagonist. He's the antagonist, big, muscular, yeah. <laughs> dude, um, perfect haircut. <laughs> When you think about a mayor, you think about this guy. Um, So, yeah, it kind of goes into that. And then then you see that he has this big uh, affinity for cats because, and then you learn, uh, you're kind of going back to, oh, yeah, the folk folk story about the the cats. And this must be like the lineage of this cat gang. Hashtag cat gang. so, and we haven't looked up any like Wikipedia info on this. Yeah, or like, no. This is purely as we this understand is our it. Unrefined this is show. So people. we might be wrong, <laughs> but I agree with everything she just said. Yeah. Okay. So if we, I guess if we both got it wrong. So anyway, then, yeah. like as I was saying, David. <laughs> hey, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm backing you up. Thanks. For, I'm backing you up. Thanks for interrupting my cat story. Oh. <laughs> um, meow. Meow. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, so that's what you get in the beginning. You're like, okay, like there's this political figure. Um, he's really into cats. Yep. Um, and then, okay. So you get that you're in modern day. And then as they're talking about the dog mm-hmm. that you're focusing on, his name is Spot. Um, he, he is the first dog to end up in the, the Isle of dogs, banished dogs. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, and then it, like, flashes back to his origin story. There's a lot of that. You know? So, it flashes back, and then it's really emotional, because you, 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 that was actually a really emotional part. Yeah. I, I cried a little bit. The most, bit. it's, it's not a great thing when <laughs> the most, of, this is a, a side that matters sure. to this, it's not a great thing in a movie, for me at least, when the most effective emotional parts are flashbacks. It's from a fucking flashback. And that's, every time there's a flashback, it's like, oh, here's the meat of the movie. Right, oh, I see. It's not right. in the present, it's not in the current crisis, it's in when, I thought yeah. this same thing yeah. so because I was the only real like yeah point and yeah. when you when you name a movie I love dogs okay I want to see <laughs> hey, some love I love dogs to be fair <laughs> I want to see some love not necessarily like this whole anyway so that that's the structure the structure <laughs> yes, of the movie yes. was like you're going through there's a linear path there's there's a boy he's the tiny pilot so adorable <laughs> and then he's trying to get um he's trying to find his dog spot on the island and um and then there's a bunch of flashbacks to kind of fill in fill in why um people are the way they are mm-hmm. um did yeah did i get did i get everything and i think so that's generally pretty much how it's framed generally speaking that is mm-hmm. that's the setup um well not the setup but that's kind of how the movie's framed yeah correct yeah um, um go ahead so so yeah so that that brings up like the second point where um you want to know at least I in my point of view I wanted to know where the love and connection was with the dogs that were abandoned on the island and it was the boys relationship sure mm-hmm. um the greater cause was um was what? Was it the disease? I'm not sure where you're going with that. Yeah, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to recall, like what was the, what was his bigger purpose? The kid? Yeah. The kid just wanted his dog back. He just wanted his dog back, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, good. And then he kind of meets other people, or we meet other people mm-hmm. who have a bigger motive. So you have the cat yeah. gang, and then you have the pro dog um, scientist, um, and the 
and then the dogs. Well, I, say, another, I, I wouldn't like, say it was a pro dog scientist. I would say it was a scientist mm-hmm. that was invested in trying to cure the problem. Yeah. Whereas oh, and the, then you have the pro dog groups. Whereas the villain of the movie was actively trying to prevent, was was was, was basically celebrating the problem of this disease that came that got out, and was also trying to actively prevent the disease from being cured. Yes, yeah. because he had a agenda. Yeah. Which, which is... He doesn't like dogs. He doesn't like dogs. And I, I thought the way that they um, they told his story... Yeah. And how he, like, reported back to, like, different, like, uh, influencers. Yeah. So you have the gang, uh, the Japanese gang. It basically says that politicians are cat people. Oh, totally. Yeah. Politicians are cat people. But yeah. also, politicians could also be dog people. Right. Um... That is pretty much the the meat of what I got out of the movie. Um, that it's here's one group who wants one thing. Yeah. Here's another group who wants another thing. This is us trying to suss out the politics of this movie. <laughs> yes, because uh, um, there's a lot of that. That's pretty much the whole movie, I would say, right? Yeah. Less. And I think a big part less of less emotion connection. Yeah. And then more. This is how politics work. Sure. Is, would you say this is a children's film? No, it's not. It's PG thirteen. <laughs> So it's it's definitely not meant to be a kids' film, um, especially not with all of the with everything you just talked about, and then also just it's pretty violent. It's violent. Um, I, I know there was one part in the movie where in the beginning when you first see Isle of Dogs, I was like, "Fuck!" Like we're just gonna look at piles of trash this entire fucking movie because yeah. they're they're banished to Trash Island. Yeah, Garbage Island. So, so and and one one part of me is kind of like, "God!" Like, look at the technical like the technical uh, achievements yeah. of this movie and then also fuck I'm looking at fucking trash <laughs> yeah um trying to think of a way to pick to, to talk about that from my end but, yeah. but really it's this movie for me at this moment and the whole point of this podcast is getting a quick opinion after you see a movie right like without me having slept on this like I'm yeah, not I, sure. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not sure that what this movie offered me, mm-hmm. it warrants me saying a lot about it. And that's it's a bummer. Sh- and that's because I don't have much to work with right now. I'm kind of like, okay, so that happened. I have to sit, sit on it. Yeah. I probably won't because I don't care. And the yeah. movie didn't give me much of a reason to. Yeah. And um, so that's why for for my end, it's just I'm kind of you feel a little yeah I'm kind, of, a little, kind of cold on it. A little quiet. And yeah. Same. Yeah. It just kind of. It doesn't give me much to want to talk about, to be honest. And I mean, that's great for a podcast, I know. Um, <laughs> but what we can, if you if you don't mind, like something that we we can talk about, yeah. And I think is the hot button issue of the movie, and I want to take over the oh, hosting gosh. duties. But I'll you want to bring it up. I mean, it's it's kind of this is the most sadly the part when I, that brings up a lot of problems with the movie is the fact that using the cultural appropriation okay it's a problem with this movie and I'm not usually the guy to bring that up with movies like, oh I'm usually the gal <laughs> to bring up she she problem. definitely and, and the biggest yeah. the biggest problem with this movie is guess what the white girl saves the day yeah that's 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 no one saw that coming in a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> there's a there's a foreign exchange student okay? yeah and when they first Japan this, couldn't figure this shit out oh, themselves oh totally they needed an exchange totally. student to come in and to talk some in. sense into him. yeah and then she was like violent a little bit yeah. I'm sorry she's, she kind of let's just say yeah she, t- she chucked a fucking she chucked a fucking uh, whiteboard eraser at like yeah. one of the other in students. a scientist that was a scientist wasn't it that it was like in their high school club oh in that part okay so anyway sure. so and when she's first introduced you're like okay like here's this fucking like here's this girl yeah. trying to tell these little 
little classmates, Japanese classmates. And politicians uh, and scientists. And, and then eventually politicians and scientists, yeah. um, you know, what she's trying to tell them what's what, which is, okay, that's great. But we pinpointed, we were, t- we were talking about this after the movie, uh, we went out to get some lunch with our yeah. friends. We're cheating a little. This is cheating. a slightly delayed podcast. Yeah, we're, we're delayed. We, we are in a car. But we, we haven't really talking talked about, about too it. much. Yeah. But anyway, so during our lunch, uh, one of our friends, um, Albert, was like, yeah, like, hello. We, the, there is a character in this movie. Who could have solved Who could have solved the problem. Yeah. Which is, like, get get the cure. And also unraveling the conspiracy, right? Or just there to be is, the moral center of the movie. Like, yeah. you didn't have to be the exchange student. And it's weird right. that it was. So there is a character in the movie who was a scientist. Yeah. And she was this Japanese uh, woman scientist. Like a, yeah, right? like a lab aide yeah. or a lab assistant. And then she was a lab aide. Like yeah, and, and obviously really passionate about her work. Yeah. And then, uh, I say that because, like... It looked like she was passionate about her work. Sure, <laughs> we have no way of knowing that, though. No, we don't. We yeah. don't. I'm I'm projecting a little bit. No, no, you're not projecting. She, you're doing what you're doing what most people do when a movie doesn't give you enough information. I you kind of have gaps. to make your own movie. <laughs> I'm filling in the gaps. That, you're anyway, not wrong. I thought the same but, thing. But that's the thing. Like there yeah. was a person. There was a female. There was someone who solved this. Yeah. Who could have solved this? Yeah, yeah totally. Who was native? You know, yes. like native to the the town and invested in the problem and in, invest in the, like directly invested yeah. in the problem and then also had some emotional baggage like spoiler alert I hate saying that in this pod but like her partner dies he, he's killed her by partner, the, her boss her the, boss the, the, yeah. the guy in charge of creating who created right. the cure right like, and, like that's you, emotional yeah. so you see her at a bar I think she was at a bar and she's kind of like an emotional wreck so like she has emotional ties she's directly tied to the solution to a problem she could have been the person who saved the day yeah and but uh, that's our that, that's my only like cultural appropriation um, but that's a big ass thing. That's not uh, a small. That. No, yeah. it's big. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a big thing, and it's a big thing because not only, not only is she the one who could have solved it, but it could have reduced the character count. It could have like made this a, a story that would have been clean. a more focused, clean thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just didn't need the exchange student. I just don't understand why she's in the movie, and I don't like feeling that way when I'm watching. I'm pretty goddamn forgiving yeah. when, it, when it comes to movies, like in general. Like, even though I'm an asshole about them, like. I can let shit like that go, like character count and shit like that. But in this movie, she just—I I don't see a justification for her being there, unless there's some theme that I'm missing that Wes Anderson's trying to communicate. And the only theme that I can glean I mean, is what we talked about, which the is only yeah, you, what? an outsider Sorry. needs to fix the problems. Well, of yeah, their, it's like, and, no. and honestly, like when I first when her character first popped up, I was like, oh, is that the character we're supposed to relate to? But guess yes, guess what, dude? It is. I didn't need to relate exactly. to that character. Yeah. I already there was an interpreter in yeah. the the movie. She's great, but voiced by yeah. Frances McDormand, which is like everyone's like sure she's up there. Three billboards, her. yeah. Um, but anyway, so she she was the interpreter. So for me as a viewer, I was like, okay, this is the person I'm connecting to right now. Yeah, because she's speaking my language, and that would have been a more elegant way to, to to get us to have something to connect with. Yeah, rather than be like, here's here's a here's, here's a, a strange student from where is she from? Ohio, Oklahoma, Ohio. Yeah, I'm it's like, like I didn't okay. need that. Yeah. And I don't want to see it. If I'm going to see a movie that's based in Japan, like, give me give me some... Let's give keep, me a, li- a little yeah. bit of Jap- Japan, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a bit give me a Japan. Japan, okay? Give me a Japan. Um, okay. So, yeah, that was the biggest, like, pin, like pressure point yeah. for me. Um, I, I what, seek yeah. this shit out, like, when I'm watching movies. Do you have anything else about the... Like, any other kind of things that stick out about the movie other than the... So, we've talked about a bit of the... Um, what, like, you know, the overall 
kind of yeah, the, aimlessness the movie kind of presented, I would say. Yeah. We talked about her. Yeah, we talked about, like, her. Yeah. Um, we don't have much of an outline for this right now. We're kind of, like, we're well, just kind of going. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the comedy a little bit? Because when sure. you watch a Wes Anderson movie, yeah. like, you want it, you you want that clever. I thought the, I thought the sneezing was funny every time they sneezed. The sneezing was funny. I also liked The Pack, right? So, voiced by... Uh, Edward Norton, uh, Brian Cranston was the stray mm-hmm. dog. So Brian Cranston's character was, uh, his name was Chief, and he's essentially like the stray dog. Yeah. The four other dogs were owned by someone, like had really, yeah. had lives. Normal dog lives. Normal do- dog lives that they referenced to later, yeah. which I really thought was cute. You know what would be um, good? Speaking of that, sorry, real quick. It bothers me that the movie never even shows us like all these dogs that came from loving homes, they keep talking about their favorite foods and all these nice things their owners did for them. Where were those owners in this movie? How there, we... there were owners. I don't know if you caught that, but you saw like the baseball team. Were they owners? Then... Was that what that was? Yeah, like the okay. the, the dog. Oh, I forgot what his name. Boss. I forgot. Oh, I'm not gonna. Sure, sure, sure. That's okay. But anyway, they're um when they're introducing each other, they're saying like, oh yeah, like I my owner was a team, a high school. Uh, baseball team mm, who lost. Got like, it. They, I didn't they pick were up on that. Okay. High school baseball team, and then they would keep on showing those like tiny things. Yeah, okay, and then I'm and good. then at the end, yeah. they were with their family. Yeah. Anyway, so what I really enjoyed was their dynamic. Obviously, like you're gonna get these big character or big voice actors. Yeah, you gotta put them in a. You gotta yeah. put them in a good. So anyway, there is a part where uh, Brian Cranston, um, Chief. Uh, he disagrees with the pack all the time and he yeah. disagrees with the fact that they need to vote on every single fucking thing and then finally um, they vote on something and then you hear all the ducks say yay and he's the only one saying yeah. nay and they did thing. that joke a couple yeah. of times and then finally like the the pinnacle was when they took a fucking vote at a critical time where they were in two separate um, like carts literally yeah and then one cart <laughs> And Edward Norton's character goes, um, I'm laughing because I thought it was so funny. Um, Edward Norton's like, um, oh, let's take a vote. And then and then the cart goes into an incinerator. Right. <laughs> you know what sucks? Is like, I want to talk a little bit more about that. So, like, no, no, it you're, goes you're, you're reliving this joke. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, hold on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it like, you think they die. Yeah. But also, it says something about people saying... And how annoying it is when people are like, no, we all have to like agree on sure. something, and there's no one oh, who okay, like, okay. there's no one to like really yeah. like take, take on the yeah. challenge like so, head on so or, God or go did. or go <laughs> with like go with your gut, you yeah. know. And I think in like a political movie, that's important. Yeah. But like also really fucking funny. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh no. Um. What was I gonna say about that? Um. I mentioned the um. It's fine. Move on. The voting thing. Yeah. Um, oh, no, yeah. I was going to say, like, even the voting stuff just... Yeah, I don't know. That movie just didn't... On a, on a comedic level, it just... That was it. That was pretty you much... You did a better the, job the explaining funnier... that aspect. That, like, where I was... Yeah, I guess that's a good sight gag of, like... I think fuck you the... for disagreeing, but it's like... Okay. I don't... I, I, just, I think I thought it was funny that... It's obviously he's going to be the one to say nay, but they vote on it anyway. Right. You know? And when they first did it, I was like... They use it as a weapon, yeah. Yeah. So, um... So that was kind of... That was interesting slash funny, but that was the only, like, real funny part Yeah, and I'm okay with the movie not being funny, personally. Like, I'm 100% cool with that. I'm not. But you gotta give... I want something 
funny. Sure, from Wes sure. Anderson. But but you got to give us. If you're not gonna do that though, then you have to give us enough to chew on. Otherwise. Yeah. And I just didn't. Uh, again, maybe I'm ignorant to some like overall thing they're going for here. Mm. Yeah, missed it. Yeah. Missed so here. yeah. So this is this is a good episode where we're, we're going to wrap it up now but yeah. I'm, I'm sure we're as as with any movie we're gonna think about it and really stew in it um uh, but first, you guys do first, that too yeah and <laughs> the if first you, uh, impression yeah. sorry so first impression i mean what do you what do you think would you recommend this um sure i guess yeah no no <laughs> not especially not right now right now i'm kind of just irked about it to be honest um i'm i'm gonna say if you are a Wes Anderson fan, watch it. And <laughs> I feel like you need to, you know, get the qualifier if you are is real. Into it, it's really yeah. good. That's that's the big, big qualifier for me. But um, watch. See, the problem is like Ready Player One. Watch it for the visual stuff. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> All right. Until our next episode. Yep. Um. Thanks for listening, guys. This is our fourth, third, third. I know how to count. Uh, third. Fourth, if you count zero, zero. <laughs> uh, this is our third episode. Oh, yeah, sure. Fourth. Okay, fourth episode, third movie. We're really enjoying doing this. Thanks for uh, giving us a listen. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.